Axis Mundi. Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. You're listening to an irreverent podcast. Visit irreverent.fm for more content from our amazing lineup of creators. Hello, and welcome to Straight White American Jesus. I am your host, Dan Miller, Associate Professor of Religion and Social Thought at Landmark College. Um, currently sitting under like a foot of snow up here in, in the Northeast. And I'm pleased to be joined by my co-host as always. I am uh, Brad Onishi, Associate Professor of Religious Studies at Skidmore College. Today, we're going we're gonna to talk about the history of the religious left. Uh, we have outlined the history of the religious right. We've gone into detail about that on this podcast, and we've had many people ask about, so what's the history of the religious left? How come I don't know that much about it? Why don't I hear that, hear about it as much as I do the religious right? And on top of all that, if you are paying attention to the 2020 sort of Democrat, uh, democratic primaries, you are hearing a lot of talk about religion, you know, Mayor Pete, Elizabeth Warren, Cory Booker, all of these folks are talking about their faith. And so Dan and I decided it's it's time that we launch a series on the religious left. I do want to say that we're going to talk about what is the religious left and Christianity. The religious left is very diverse. And so by no means today can we sort of get into what progressive faith might mean for various Jewish communities, um, various Muslim communities, various Hindu communities. I mean, there's so many. I mean, there, there there are dozens of podcasts, episodes to do on what might be called the religious left. Today, we want to talk about what is known as the sort of religious left um, as it relates to Christianity. So does that sound good, Dan? I mean, did I miss anything there and kind of setting all that up? I don't think you did. We're going to spend, uh, I think, probably a number of episodes on this, kind of laying out more of a kind of a historical background a little bit today. We'll get into, um, we'll bring it in today, but we'll get into more detail as we go along discussions about like... (laughs) where the hell is the religious left? People will, will hear you use that phrase and they'll be like, the what? So I think it sounds good. And you are, you're going to start us off. We were talking and you have this kind of exercise that you sort of said you've done with your students. And I've done similar things. So I think it's a really, really telling exercise. So, I mean, why don't we start with that? Because it kind of illustrates the point that we're after in this episode. I, I began my teaching career in the South, in Tennessee and Virginia. And I would often begin my class on Christianity and modern culture by asking students to name famous American Christians. Uh, and I would say, you know, like people that are living today, right? So back a couple of years, it was like George W. Bush, Tim Tebow. Um, when I ask now, sometimes people say things like Justin Bieber, you know, like Justin Bieber's going to Hillsong Church. I mean, really recently, you could talk about like Chris Pratt or uh, some others who've been baptized and talk about their Christianity and all this stuff. What's telling to me about that is 
I would say you're right. These are famous Christians, no doubt about it. And then I would have a slide on the on the uh, on the PowerPoint, and I would go and I would show people like Barack Obama, Hillary Clinton, uh, Martin Luther King Jr. I'd get a lot of scrunched faces, like what? Like these aren't Christian people, or these aren't famous Christians, or most tellingly, they would say these aren't people famous for their Christianity. And one of the things I would say is, well, you know, that that may be true in terms of being famous for their Christianity, but these are certainly Christian people. They go to Christian church on Sundays. Uh, Hillary Clinton talks about being a Methodist all the time. Martin Luther King Jr. was a minister. Um, these are people who went to bed at night thinking of themselves like very clearly as Christian people. And so they would say, well, they're not real Christians, right? I mean, they're not like the real tried and true Christians. And I'd say, no, actually they are. However, what you're expressing is the fact that the religious right, that evangelicals have gained such a monopoly on the brand Christianity in this country, that oftentimes we either pass over the faith of someone like Hillary Clinton or Barack Obama, or we say, well, yeah, they may go to church, but they're not really a Christian. Does that make sense, Dan? Yeah. And it's interesting. It's, it's sort of like, I think what it illustrates is the progressive Christians or, or non-evangelical Christians, you could say that they've sort of lost the branding war, right? We talked a lot recently about how white evangelical Christianity is a kind of subculture. And we've talked in the past about how most white evangelical Christians, and I, I was this way, I think you were this way, if they define themselves, they don't define themselves as white evangelical Christians, they just say, I'm Christian. Like for them, that's what Christianity is. And I think that that kind of makes sense. We've talked about subcultural identity and how it's cohesive and all of that. What's really striking about it is that I think they've been so successful at that, that it has traveled outside of evangelicalism. And what you see in your students and what I see in people is when they hear Christian, that's what a Christian is. And I think, and I, I'd love to hear if you think this is right or not, but certainly when I was in the evangelical world, or people outside of it, I have a hunch that I, I, this is anecdotal, but I'm, I'm really, I'd put money on it. That if you ask people like to name what Christians are, there's only two main groups that come to mind. One is Catholics, or at least some caricature of what Catholics are. And the other one is, is evangelical Protestants, maybe a third with like a kind of quasi Pentecostal black church or something like that. But that's it. The notion of this kind of whole world of what we would call mainline or progressive um, Christian churches, never mind all the other religious groups as you, you sort of talked about, I think that's just largely invisible. And that's, that is this kind of branding failure, so to speak, of progressive Christianity. It's just, it's almost culturally invisible, I think, to most people and certainly to most outsiders. Thanks for listening to this free preview of our Swag episode. In order to get access to the full episode and so much more, Become a Straight White American Jesus premium subscriber by clicking the link in the show notes. It'll take you like two clicks, I promise. In addition to getting access to this episode, you'll have access to the entire Swag archive, over 550 episodes. You'll also get an extra episode every month, ad-free listening, Discord access, and so much more. All that for less than six bucks a month, and it helps us keep our flag up and continue to safeguard democracy from religious nationalism, extremism, and rising authoritarianism. Check it out. It's not hard, I promise. Mm -hmm.